Welcome to the Motor Coach Channel. I'm your host, Ryan Kelly, and we're in for a real treat today. We have Brett and Carson Rose, the father-son team who own Eagle Christian Tours out of Rome, Georgia. They're celebrating 10 years in business and recently announced as one of the newest members of the International Motor Coach Group. We had the opportunity to sit down with them at Bus World North America 2023, and here's the podcast. I'm Ryan Kelly, and we are here at Bus World 2023 in Detroit, Michigan. And I have the pleasure of speaking with Brett and Carson Rose from Eagle Christian Tours in Rome, Georgia. And this is a wonderful conversation we're having because we're in a multi-generational bus company, correct? That is right. And you have a wonderful story. We do. So, uh, and, you know, and it's a personal story because we know each other from, you know, about the time, because I remember when I first met you guys, uh, Carson was just graduating from the University of Georgia. That's he'd, right. be, he'd been driving for uh, for campus transit, Ron Hamlin. That's right, right. right. Yeah, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. So, and uh, he was going home to grow the family business, right? He was. Ten years ago, uh, Becky and I found ourselves at a crossroads, and we were uh, thinking about some of the things we'd done in the past that we really love. We had uh, done some tours where we hosted tours for a local church where we used to live. And one day on one of those trips, Becky said, hey, when we retire, we should give this a try. And so uh, that thought was put in the back of our minds. And we went out to Oklahoma City. I found a 45-foot raised roof Silver Eagle that had broken down on the road. Uh, we were able to purchase that bus, get it home. And for four months, we fixed that bus up in our driveway. And uh, we started our business with a uh, 1996 Silver Eagle and uh, we were very proud of that bus there wasn't a nut a bolt uh, a rivet on it that we didn't touch or fix and uh, it became uh, kind of the icon of our business and from there we began to uh, plan tours and in the middle of that uh, we got a call from uh, Shorter University in Rome Georgia and one of the folks said hey we just had a bus cancel on us. Can you help us? And so uh, we showed up that weekend. It was our very first trip. We took a men's lacrosse team up to West Virginia, had a great time. On the ride home, the coach said, you know, I never knew it could be like this. Wow. I really, really have appreciated this trip. I never knew that you could interact in such a way with the bus company that you're traveling with. We just have had a blast. I appreciate how you've cared for our kids. Uh, how you met all the parents. And so from there, uh, they came back and said, how would you like to have the rest of our season? Good for you. And that set a trajectory uh, from that point on of becoming a collegiate transportation organization. Now, and, and we're celebrating a milestone at 10 years. We are. And uh, you've grown into a really, like you said, you do a lot of college uh, athletics, but you, you also do a lot of, you have entertainer coaches now too. We do as well. So tell us about your diverse transportation portfolio that you're doing here 10 years later. Uh, 10 years later, uh, Carson, would you like to uh, tell, say sure. a little bit about yeah, that? Sure, yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd love to jump in here. So 10 years later, we've got seated coaches in the 45-foot. We're running the 30-foot Tempsa, and we have a 24-passenger turtle top coaches. And those have been really great hitting multiple parts where as we continued to grow, there was a lot of smaller Christian universities that – we were serving regularly and we were able to meet a need for them in some of those smaller units. 
And then we got into the entertainer coach, which was really dad's vision of what that could be for our company. And that has just really started to pick up steam now. And we're starting to see a vision of what that looks like. And it's, it's really come a long way. And we're excited to see what happens in that side of the market. And, but you like COVID was completely different from your company. Like everybody was a lot of, you know, as a lot of other coach companies were shut down, you ran a lot during COVID. Well, uh, that's interesting. Carson, uh, we actually were shut down for about four months. We, we hardly turned a wheel for about four months, but there were uh, Carson serves on the board uh, with an organization out of Georgia, a charitable organization. And uh, one of the other members on that board was one of the plant managers for Ball Canning Corporation. And so uh, it was a great story of provision through that time. We were, we were uh, sitting on our sitting on our thumbs trying to figure out what are we going to do man we are we are just really stuck here uh there's nothing on the horizon we get a call from ball canning and they were opening a brand new plant they had hired all of these new employees but they had to be trained in texas and so they were looking for a way during covid to be able to transport them in this clean environment where they could come out of the quarantine they were in together ride together in the bus all the way to Texas. Well, we began about a four to six month long cycle of transporting those folks back and forth to Texas and then eventually back and forth to Denver, Colorado for their training to operate this new uh, high tech facility. And so it was a godsend for us and it, 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 it made a pathway forward for us to be able to get through COVID. And you, I mean, in your faith-based organization, and you do a lot of work with faith-based institutions and church groups. We and, do. We do. And, and there's a loyalty there. I mean, I, I find that uh, there's a very strong, in the, in the faith-based community, that, that, that people... It, there really is. Um, you know, when, when, when you have a similar heart yes. and people have a desire, uh, in, in that faith-based community, there's an expectation of care. Yes. There's an expectation of you being interested in what they're doing. And uh, w we have found that the way we've built our culture and the way we've built uh, the programs and, and the operations that we do every day, it resonates with people in the way that they feel treated, the way that they there's dignity involved in the process. And, and we had no idea when we started there would be such a hunger and, and such a response to people being treated very well. We thought that was what was expected of everybody. So is that, is that how you keep employees, right? You actually care about them and, and, and think about their well-being and uh, look, talking to them, thanking them for their what they bring to the table and uh, helping them grow as they grow within your organization? That... Absolutely, and there's no faking it. I, at the end of the day, we, we talk a lot about everybody's right. looking for the silver bullet for retention. What's that one thing? You know, is it fully stocked fridges? Is it providing sleeping rooms? Is it just new spaces or new buses? Or what dollars is it? per hour. Yeah, you know, maybe if we pay people more, we could right. do more. And what it really comes down to is there's no silver bullet. There's no one thing that is going to change retention for you. It's really the heart with which you treat people, the heart with which you care for them. And if every decision is consistent coming from that heart, it's gonna shine through. And that's where loyalty is built. When they're having their worst day and you're showing them grace and not coming hard on them, that is where those moments of, that's where retention is built. And uh, so 
on Facebook groups now. They'll say, hey, we're looking at coming to Georgia and we're looking for a new place to work. Where, where would be a good place? And it's not just our employees now that are saying, oh, Eagle Christian Tours is a great place to work. You're seeing it all across the industry. People that don't even work for us who have never met us, uh, the, the word is spreading. And so it's, it's really exciting and fun to be a part of. You can see, right, this is a hot topic for us. This is where the passion and the excitement mm -hmm. for this industry is, is really in the building of a team that, that has a similar heart, that has the same passion to serve people, that gets excited about taking care of our guests. Uh, the whole concept of bringing hospitality back to our industry. I think that's a very important component. And I think that for, you know, I think that COVID uh, with a driver shortage has allowed us to go back to the fact that that's the guy touching our customer, right? So uh, oh, yeah. well, however you get him under your tent, if you if you do a 360, like you said, if you have grace to, to respect that he's the one touching your customer, if you're providing him with the skill set to go out there and be fabulous, and understand that he's the front line touching your company um, and that you actually care about him, that, that's very helpful in, the, in, the, in a successful bus company business model, right? And, you know, for many years I heard, it's just the drivers. They, the people hated their drivers. And I understand there's a lot of moving parts with daily activities. And But if you care about the people that work for you and they, like you said, with grace, uh, they feel it in their heart that, that they are there for a reason. It really helps the success of the business. I mean, uh, right? I know you want to jump in there. It, it's like, I will talk is, about it for hours. This is great. I mean, this is, I mean, it's, it's uh, important. I mean, it, absolutely. It's the, it's the most important thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, there really is nothing else. Uh, I, yeah, I, you know I will go on forever. Th this room is filled with fantastic operators, people who are just the best at operating their businesses. The thing that we want to be known for, we want to do those things well. You have to, to even play in this sandbox, you have to be really good at what you do. But on the other side is that that, that driver, we call them host drivers, it, because hospitality is first, competency and skill set is second. That host driver is touching the guest. They are the company to our guests. They, they, they don't get to see the person on the other side of the phone. When they're, when they're keying in their information and, and getting a quote online, they don't actually get to interact with the person. But, but when that motor coach shows up and that host driver steps off and sticks their hand out and, and the relational interaction of hospitality begins, that may be a... a two-day, three-day, five-day, ten-day event of relationship building. That person is the most important person in our organization, and everything we do around it is supporting that host driver who's out there. And, and that person matters. Uh, it tears me up when people, when I hear negative talk about drivers. We should never be talking negatively about our drivers. Our, our drivers are the, are the key core uh, function of what we do we don't we don't sell motor coaches we don't sell trips we we uh we lease drivers 
We rent drivers to a group. We uh, put that person in front of them, and it's it's a hospitality experience. Yeah, we're selling experiences. We're selling experiences. We're not we're not selling the bus. And I think sometimes we, when you get lost in the nuts and bolts and making sure the engine runs, uh, you forget that those people that book your book your bus, they're getting married. Oh. They're going to a mission trip somewhere else. They're taking the high school band to the national marching championship in Orlando. These are major events that we're a part of. I mean, you're yeah, right. the... We're being invited in yeah. to their special day, the biggest days of their lives, a lot of them. You know, when, it, when, a, when a, a group of parents raises money for a year so that their kids can cannot take a bunch of cars to the championship and, and ride on a motor coach, they've been working really hard for a very long time and it's the biggest day of their life. We want to be able to, to, to at least match that intensity, but also we want it to be a great experience for them. Wow, I, had no, I, I thought we were gonna ride on a bus. We actually made a friend with somebody that we're gonna continue that friendship after this bus ride is over. I am in total agreement. So 10 years, we've, and then let's talk about this entertainer coach thing. You know, I, okay. I keep going back to the entertainer yeah. coach thing because they're I mean, fun to talk about. Aren't well, they? But you're, you're building your own coaches, right? Yeah, well, we're starting that process. Um, you know, I started in this, that how I got involved with motor coaches is when I was three, my parents were gospel singers. I grew up on a bus. We had a 4104. I could stand in the wheel well and hang onto the rail and just look <laughs> across the dashboard. I saw the country from the, from the wheel well of a bus and, uh, it began this love affair with the motor coach and it was always a hobby through all the years that I did other things and was involved in, in uh, business and ministry and, and all of those things uh, through the course of our life. Uh, I always loved those days. Uh, for 18 years I traveled on a bus growing up uh, playing music and singing and uh, always uh, wanted my kids to have that experience of what that was like and the joy of that. And so uh, when the opportunity came for us to get involved, uh, we had a country music artist who approached us and said, hey, uh, you know, you've been taking our kids on field trips and programs, and they just love you to death. If you ever get into the entertainer side, I would love to use you. And so uh, our first artist was uh, the country music singer Mark Wills, who's okay. a Grand Ole Opry member. Mm -hmm. uh, we bought a bus. We... we uh, put that bus on the road and carried Mark and uh, he's been with us the entire time and it has just grown bus to bus. We're now running six entertainer coaches. We have some really, really great artists uh, and then uh, we're in the process of building a brand new one right now and hoping uh, it's got some innovative things on it and when the time's right, we'd love to share that with you as well of uh, some maybe industry changing innovations that I believe make a huge difference. So it's a family affair. It is. So how, ma how many rows are in the business? There's five of us now. Five of us now. So there's Carson. Carson's my middle son and my business partner. Uh, in fact, at our 10-year celebration on our anniversary, uh, we made the official announcement of Carson becoming my partner. Wow, that's awesome. It's, uh, Congratulations. Was, Thank you so much. As a dad, it was one of the greatest days of my life. And uh, so proud of him. And... Uh, He's going to do way better than I ever dreamed of doing when when uh, when he finally takes this thing over. But uh, then my uh, oldest son, BJ, uh, he's been with us since day one, and 
Um, BJ uh, takes care of our buses, washes buses, cleans buses. Uh, he's involved in, in the day-to-day -day operations, uh, just killing it, doing a great job. And then my youngest son, who also uh, followed in Carson's footsteps, uh, went to UGA, worked for UGA Transit. Um, he drove there and then he's been actually driving, came in, he's learning the business from the ground up. And uh, he's been on tour uh, this past year with a girl named Tom who has uh, traveled with Pentatonics on the uh, girl named Tom Pentatonics Christmas tour. That was wow. a real highlight of his career so far. And so, and then uh, last but certainly not least, uh, my, my daughter-in-law, Elizabeth, uh, Carson's wife, uh, she's our office manager, sales manager. She, uh, she runs that like a tight ship and really she doesn't need us at all. She could, she could run that thing with both hands tied behind yeah. her back. Is that a fair statement? Well, we're probably still underselling her we're a little. underselling her. But She's amazing. She really keeps the wheels uh, turning. And it, we've been really blessed because in a family business, it's not often that every person is a superstar when they have the same last name. But when I look across the five roses that are involved, everybody's a superstar. And so we're very fortunate and blessed in that to have really great family members that want to be involved in the business and want to contribute. And that's what having a really healthy family dynamic, which takes a lot of work in and of it's itself a lot of work. Uh, and working with in my wife, <laughs> it, it, it's worth yeah, the work. It's it worth really the work. is. I, I think it's one of the keys to our success has been uh, our ability to work together as a family and keep a healthy family dynamic as as the business has changed, there's been a lot of new opportunities. There's been a lot of money introduced. There's a lot of just added pressures, everything. And all of those have kind of pressure tested relationships. And uh, we're excited to find out that our relationships still hold water coming out of that. And well, I, I, I we weren't we were in California when you celebrated your 10th but I, I saw a video of you playing drums at the at the celebration I didn't I, that was something that we had never talked about previously yeah so I uh, I am a drummer um, I don't get to play nearly <laughs> as often as I'd like to uh, I didn't play in the show they have professionals that do that but I did have a great time uh, getting to play behind the scenes a little bit. Well, I know there's, I've seen you, there was something that you played publicly where you were on stage playing drums and that was on social media. That's right, oh. yes. So we, we hosted a concert, me and a couple other buddies. We put on a free concert uh, just in our local downtown yeah. and uh, brought, you know, a couple hundred people out and we had a great time. It was now, a lot of fun. Now you're a singer, do you play too? What? I'm a drummer, yeah. So he, he comes by it naturally and so I played drums and sang. So in, in yeah. your in your family band, you were the drummer. I was a drummer. That's and, awesome. Uh, and and I grew up singing. This is a this is a little known fact. I grew up singing quartet music. So like mountain music, mountain harmony, real my was my passion. When I went to college, I found out that if you sang in another language and held your mouth a certain way, that they would pay you uh, to sing. And so I ended up becoming an opera major in college. I studied opera. And so I was the only gospel singing opera singer uh, that, that was in my school. And I didn't know if uh, I was studying them or they were studying me, but it was really a fun time. And uh, so people call me the bus driving opera singer. We're here with Brett and Carson Rose of Eagle Christian Tours out of Rome, Georgia. We appreciate you being with us in Detroit at Bus World 2023, and we wish you guys much success. 
uh, throughout the rest of this year. Thank you so much. Thanks for being on the Motor Coast Channel. You bet. Thank you for listening to the Motor Coast Channel. Questions, comments, feedback, something that you would like to hear on an upcoming episode of the show? Email us at motorcoachchannel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.